What's up, what's up, Set Apart fam? I'm your host, Jamie Lynn Walnow, and I want to welcome you to the show today. This episode is powerful with my guest, Jody Hughes. I love her. She's a writer. She's a speaker. She's a television show host. She just released a book called The King's Decree with the Ford by Sean Bowles that just came out yesterday. So go check it out. She talks about that. Also, they host a show called Pour It Out on Sid Roth's network that's releasing this summer. Incredible. And she and her husband have been so faithful in media. And I cannot wait for you. You've heard from them. If you've been following this podcast, if you're part of the Set Apart family, if you're joining us for the first time, welcome to the family. You might recognize them by their beautiful Australian accents. Love them. Trust them. I believe that you're going to find gold on how to walk powerfully with the momentum of heaven in this episode because humility is not hiding. So without further ado, if you find value, subscribe, rate it, leave a review, leave a written review. Let me know how you feel. Share it. Whatever you want to do, we want to grow the Set Apart family to be encouraged by the people who are coming on here to remind us of what God has done in their life, in our life, and how we are called to be set apart, brightly shining for all to see the glory of God in our lives. Love you guys, and I hope you enjoy this week's episode of Set Apart with Jamie Lynn Walnow. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I know that introduction was fabulous because that's what happens when you do life with Jody Hughes. I sound like a radio star right now (laughs) you sound like the bomb come on (laughs) that got me hey Jody thanks for joining me today how you doing oh g'day I'm good how are you doing (laughs) so good hey that was great I was telling Ben what would it be like if the two of you figured out how to merge the Texan accent with the Australian accent (laughs) I don't know we're trying let's just see what comes out (laughs) (laughs) okay y'all Just stay y'all all all the time. G'day, y'all. G'day, y'all. I love it. Well, Jody, you have a book. I do. The King's Decree that just came out, which is so timely for this decade, too. And the Ford was by Sean Bowles, which he has been on this podcast. You've also been on this podcast. But will you share a little bit about your book with us? I I will. I'm excited about it. I really do believe that by God's design, it's for now. It's called The King's Decree. It's essentially throne room declarations that release supernatural answers to prayer. But can I sum it up like this? It's a whole bunch of very authentic, real stories from my life, miracles, angelic encounters, near-death experiences, a, a journey of just really walking through the stuff of life and then how God has taken me through the process of that to decree breakthrough, see breakthrough, see supernatural encounters and manifestations. Um, But I've been very raw, very real and not edited out the process of getting to the breakthrough. And so I really believe this book is not only going to release people into how to decree, but also release people from getting stuck in their own journeys and God really releasing people into how to decree in the midst of the valley of the shadow of death, how to decree in the midst of pain, how to decree when you feel like it's gone from worse to worse to worse yeah. and to enter into hope. And, you know, one of, the, one of the chapters is called process is not your enemy. And I really believe that we're in a season of transition, which can be translated 
a lot of ways, but let's just call it a process. <laughs> and when God takes us on a process, it always leads to breakthrough. And so I want people to receive hope in their hearts through my book that God's with them in the journey, no matter how gloomy it is, God is with them. And as we speak out hope and breakthrough, that's exactly what God's releasing. I love that. You know, I, I just absolutely love you and Ben so much. You, I, this is, this is so rare, but I know that I'm very loved by you. And I don't mean that about me. I'm saying people, when they're in front of you, know that you see them and that they're loved by you. And that to me is a genuine, authentic place. And so I want to encourage everybody who is tuning in to go by the King's Decree. It has been out from the time that this podcast released for one whole day. It's hot Woo! off the press. Yes. So please go check it out. Where can they purchase this book? Well, you can get it from all the regular places you get books, Amazon, Barnes and Noble, or if you're in the USA and you'd like a signed copy, you can get it from our website which is pouritout.org slash store, or just go to pouritout.org and we'll, we'll get one out to you that I will sign. Wow, I love that. That's awesome. That's cool. So you guys go check that out. I promise you and I can guarantee you that if you want a surge of love and you want to be awakened even more to who you are and who God is, go get her book because uh, mama ain't messing around. Mama the real thing. Mama, Mama's name is Jody. Oh, Jamie, we love you. <laughs> I love you too. I do. Okay. So the reason why I was like, Jody, can we do a podcast on this, please? Because you just posted a word about humility that was so good. And I feel like, I mean, clearly you're also, you're a prophet, but we see this time in quarantine mm. and it's so easy. Like I've loved it. It has felt like a fast almost of intimacy of like peace and time alone with God and with Lance, we've really soaked it up because we're like, this ain't going to be here forever. So yeah. amazing things have happened because I really do believe we've taken um, every moment and yes. really made the most of it as we could. And there's also a place where I could see how it could create complacency. It could create hiddenness. It could create a moment for people to shrink back and, you know, partner with false humility, which I know you're going to share about here in a little bit, but will you share what spurred you to share this word? And then will you just tell us a little bit or just, just go, just, yeah. I'm going to be quiet. You just okay. go mama. Okay. I'll go. All right. Well, let me just start by saying Ecclesiastes three has been standing out to me a lot lately, but particularly the line that says there is a time to be silent and there's a time to speak. Now, I believe that there's been such a recalibration for all of us in this past season. And like you said, Jamie, it's been, uh, there's been really hard, um, challenging things going on, but there's also been silver linings. And I think for all of us, there's been such a precious time of recalibrating and refocusing our hearts and having time to rest and lean into the Lord and just speak to him about, okay, God, what is the main focus for my next season? But I think we can also all feel the transition going on right now and stepping into normal. Yes, it's a new normal, but we are stepping out of this cocoon season into a season of flight. And I can hear the Holy Spirit saying, 
yes, there's been a season to be silent, but now there's a time to speak. And it's time to lean into the things that God has been speaking to us about in the cocoon. It's time to unfurl our wings, so to speak, catch the wind and take off into what God's speaking to us about. You know, I, I've termed it, um, lately I've termed it that we're stepping into a promise land lifestyle in this next season. We're stepping out of the desert, out of the wilderness into a promised land lifestyle, which means we need to know what our message is. We need to know what our call is. We need to know what it is that matters most for each one of us and then prioritize our time our energy, our money, our um, circumstances, our resources, our heart's desires need to be focused and channeled into what matters most. One of the gifts of this past season has been to lay down the distractions so that we can focus on God. Well, let's take that uh, recalibration, that what everything that God has spoken to us in the past season, let's take that into the next season so that we don't just refill our lives with a whole bunch of things that don't matter again, but that we fill our lives with the stuff that God's speaking to us about, the things that matter most. That includes family and rest, but it also equally includes, well, what's the main focus of what God's talking to me about in this season? And let's focus our energy and time and purpose on those things so that we run hard after the prize that God's speaking to us about, which all came together in a moment where God's been speaking to me specifically about being born for such a time as this. And that we each need to understand that whole Esther 414 uh, verse, that it's such a prophetic declaration to this hour that you are born for such a time as this. And if you remain silent, someone else is going to be risen up in this season. There is a message and a story and an anointed sound. Uh, creativity and anointed declarations. Your story must be shared in this coming season because God's saying to the church and God's saying to each one of us, if you remain silent, I am going to use someone else's voice because the world needs to hear our story and the world needs to hear anointed truth in this season, anointed authenticity in this season, anointed pearls of wisdom that have come from the walking through the shadow, uh, valley of the shadow of death, anointed pearls of key uh, truths that God is going to release through us in this season. And to say this, that if we don't truly believe that we are anointed for such a time as this or for such a time as now, then we are going to perpetually put off to another season being who God has called us to be and releasing the things that God has called us to do. And one of the strategies of the enemy, I believe in this season, is to uh, really attack us with fear of releasing who we are, with intimidation of being who we are, also, though, to attack us with false humility. Yeah. Now, let me, let me describe it this way 
ch chuck in whenever you want, Jamie, say whatever you like. But but let me describe it this way. I, I think that there's an epidemic epidemic of false humility being thrown at the children of God in this season. Let me describe it like this. Humility, and one of the easiest ways to describe it is to say what humility isn't. Humility is not hiding what God has put inside you to be a blessing to others. Humility is not running away from the things that God has put inside us to release. Humility is not being silent when God has asked us to speak. Humility is not dreaming, uh, you know, holding back from dreaming with the Lord about what he's put inside of us to be unleashed in this season that we're entering into now. You know, uh, pride is when we uh, allow an arrogance to come upon us, but the enemy wants to throw that at us when we step into our anointed selves and be authentically who God has called us to be. And it will sound like this. When you're thinking of stepping into a new season, a new dream, a new anointing, a new uh, call of what God's put on you, uh, the enemy will come at you and say things like, who do you think you are? Why do you think you should be able to release that? Do you think you're better than someone else to be able to release your story? He'll start to say, you sound full of yourself. He'll start to say, you know, come on, you shouldn't do that. You just being, you know, yeah, full of yourself. And who do you think you are? Yeah. And God, on the other hand, is saying, arise, shine, release what I have put in you. You know, I love the verse. Uh, let me see if I can read it to you. Um, just want to find it here where it talks about hiding who you are under a bushel Matthew 5 15 I love this verse it's for now nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket but on a lampstand and it gives light to all who are in the house I want to say something to you right now to all of us who are listening, a light is not intended to be hidden. And there is light inside of you in this season that must be let out. In fact, not only let out, God's saying here, put it, you know, put it on a lampstand, raise it higher because people need to see our stories. People need to hear our voice. People need to hear anointed godly truth. People need to hear that we're raising up what God is saying in this season, louder than the voice of the media, louder than the voice of the crowd, louder than the voice of the Facebook doom and gloomers, louder than the voice of Fear. People need to see our light shine. And that comes from speaking it out. And I'll tell you what will keep us trapped from shining in this season, false humility. Yeah. Who do you think you are? You know, take it back yeah. to Genesis when, when the snake spoke over, you know, spoke over the church, let's put it that way, and said, who do you think you are? Well, I'll tell you who we are. We're the children of a living king. We're ambassadors of the throne room. We're ambassadors of God's eternal truth. And he's calling us to be ambassadors in this season and speak out what's on our lives, not hide it under a bushel, but shine and not let fear or false humility stop us from being the authentic anointed versions of ourselves that's so good there's so much string i'm like i know if you're listening right now you've heard these thoughts and here's another thing i want to share like 
not everybody is called to be an author or a speaker. So yeah. what I have all kinds of, um, I have a huge audience of 18 to 35 specifically. That's a huge part of my audience and a lot of, well, a huge percentage of women, but what's up dudes? We're glad you're tuning in too, because this is for you. What would you say, like, what could this look like for, I mean, I think the business that you have been burning for, but you don't feel adequate because you're looking around and you're saying, I don't have the resources or, you know, the violent take the kingdom by force. They go and get it because your heart is pure and it's turned towards him, which means everything you touch will be prosperous. And I think about the stay at home mom and I'm yeah. like, what does that look like? What, what could this look like for each sphere of influence? Because um, we are both called to media and yeah. I've had enough because this is what I know. I've seen enough and I can already see it doesn't require profit to see where media is headed because the dark is going to get a lot darker. Yeah. But if I, Jamie Lynn, and you, Jody Hughes, and your husband, Ben Hughes, are silent and we don't be the pillar of light in the world representing media, then the darkness will actually just keep getting louder. And yeah. like you were saying earlier, if you don't speak, somebody will. And it's not always going to be the one who needs to be speaking, right? He'll find a yes in somebody and he'll anoint them. But also, who, like, what if you were the first one that yeah. he was asking to speak on XYZ or to start this company or to, sh to encourage moms, a, a yeah. small at home mom group to do a Zoom call once a week with moms, like whatever as small or as big, I feel like he sees them all the same. Can you yeah. speak more into that of um, what it could look like for people who may not be called to media like you and I are? Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, it's good for us each to know that the most anointed version of ourselves is our authentic self. It's who God has made us to be. And that looks different and plays out different for each and every one of us, just as you've been talking about. And, you know, I love that in Ecclesiastes 3, where it talks about a time to speak, speak is defined as uh, by the Strong's con concordance to answer, appoint, bid, command, commune, declare, destroy, give, name, promise, pronounce, rehearse, uh, speak. Generally, it says that it's generally not defined in a destructive way, but that means in a life-giving way, in a way that allows us to be a spokesperson, to talk, teach, tell, think, you know, this encompasses so much. Speak can happen through painting. Speak can happen through a smile. Speak can happen through loving those God has placed at our feet in this season. The point is that we release who we authentically are in God and don't hold back. Don't think someone else can do this better. Nobody else is anointed to be you except you. Nobody else can do you better than you. There's no pressure in that. There is no perfectionism in that because you are called to be you for such a time as this. And so whatever God has put on your heart, whether that be a business idea or speaking into those around you in your community through just loving on them, whether it's, you know, bake a cake and give this to your neighbor down the road who looked down when you looked in and saw them on their front lawn looking upset the other day. All those things count 
It's about being true to what God has put on your life and not hiding it, not waiting for another season. You know, one of the keys is knowing that, uh, you know, if we're born for such a time as this, the moment to be the fullest anointed version of you is now not another season it's perfectionism and false humility that wants to say to you that's for some other time no it's for now now is the time to be you and to release that anointing i'm thinking of you know i we've become friends with our starbucks manager and uh, i remember i rang her one day um just out of the blue she was on my heart just recently i rang her up and she was on my heart. I've become friends with her, so I have her phone number. And I rang her up and she was like, Jody, you couldn't have run at a more opportune moment. She was walking around the supermarket crying because of this season of uh, you know, coronavirus. She needed to lay off all her staff. And she was walking around thinking to herself, how are they going to survive? What am I gonna do? Now in that moment, just picking up my phone, and ringing someone because God put them on my heart became speaking and being who you are rather than thinking, well, someone else can do that. But listen, what I also wanted to say was uh, because we've spoken to her recently since things have started to open up again, her speaking and being the anointed version of her in this season has been fighting for her staff and fighting and believing her store to become prosperous again in this season so she can re-employ her staff that is speaking out in this season in a business marketplace by going i am going to succeed my business will come back strong and i will not forget my staff who need an income right now and i'm going to fight for them to get their jobs back that is being who we're called to be and not shying away not shying away now listen let me tell you that took courage because she has people she answers to she has people that she has to go before and say no i want to re-employ my staff I want to give them their jobs back. And that's taken courage. That's taken knowing that I am born for such a time as this. And if I'm the manager right now, then I'm going to fight for what is right in this season. And I think all of us will have increasing opportunities as this season plays out yeah. to fight for what is right, whether it be our children, our community, our churches, the righteousness of the Lord. And we're all going to do it in varying creative different ways but the point is don't hide the light of yeah. who we each are we must let it out and in fact god is speaking to us in this season put it on a lampstand yeah. let your light shine light shines in the darkness as our friend patricia king has always said light is intended to shine in the darkness yeah. and the 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 darker it gets the further reach our light has so there's increase wow. on us there is anointing for increase in this season but the key is this don't hold back don't yeah. let false hum humility hide you in a cave in yeah. this season because God's calling us to come out of that cave and fully be activated in the things that God's been speaking to us about. You know what? Something that stands out to me, first of all, I was like literally tearing up just that you would call your Starbucks manager and you would speak into it. That's so you, it's just <laughs> who you and your husband are. It's ridiculously awesome. Um, but I, I'm like, man, just, I love how simple that is. We can all do that anybody can do that you know that doesn't require you know having a 
a microphone in your hand in front of 5 million people, that's the audience of one right there. That's simple, right? That's yeah. praying and asking the Holy Spirit, who can I reach out to and encourage today? And just send them an encouraging message or ask them, hey, how yeah. can I pray for you? Yeah. And one of the things that's really standing out to me while you're talking is that, you know, Esther, such a time as this is such a weighty line because yeah. our call as believers, when we really walk in relationship with God, when we're really in relationship with him, there's a narrow path that very few choose. Yes. There's persecution, but there's an abundant joy and love and life that comes with knowing him and being with him the whole way to the yeah. extent that when persecution comes, because it will, it will, yeah. that we will withstand that. Like that manager to speak up for her employees could cause persecution. Yeah. Esther, knowing before she went to the king, could have been killed. It wasn't yeah. like a, oh, let me go see if he says yes or no. This was Absolutely. like, I'm either going to die literally fighting yeah. for my people, or I am going to rescue an entire nation, a an entire people group. Uh -huh. So for us, it's like, you know, maybe you need to start small. Maybe yeah. you need to pick up the phone and just text somebody. And yeah. it will give you the courage to think bigger with God because he didn't call us to play small. We should be we should be the ones at the very top of every singer, yes. singer, single sphere of influence. We should be at the top of every mountain with the brightest light, with the most influence, yeah. with the most resources for that mountain, because our resources come from heaven. And one of the things that I want to attack right now is, I don't think we're all called to be millionaires. Hear me out. Yeah. Zillionaires, whatever. I think the abundant life and and prosperity gospel that should really be preached that is the true authentic one is our relationships are prosperous our hearts are alive our spiritual gifts are growing and becoming more prosperous our resources our time our love there's so much more prosperity our finances maybe even <clears throat> excuse me but i just want to to say um it is it is a journey that few choose but yeah. we're all invited and the doors always open until we take our last breath to choose yeah. to walk in humility and yeah. to choose to keep going forward. And I feel so strongly about um, what you're saying. And I love how simple that example is that you gave yeah. the Starbucks one. I made me crack. I'm like, oh. yeah. I love that. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's such, it's an amazing se season, Jamie, as yeah. you know. There are so many opportunities before us. I want to make sure I want to stay, say this. Look, pride and being arrogant, I am not giving permission to that. We need to stay connected to the body of Christ. We need to have a home church. We need to have people who know us, who can speak into our lives if we're yeah. getting off track, if we are being full of ourselves, who can say, hey, reel that back in and, yeah. and uh, just let the Holy Spirit continue to take us on that journey of consecration and growth and surrender in the Lord. However, we equally need to be obedient when the God when when God is putting things on our heart to step into. And it is disobedience at some point if God keeps saying to us, "Hey, I want you to love on that person down the road," and we keep putting it off thinking we're not good enough to love on that person down the road. That at some point in the journey becomes disobedience. And sometimes the reason why we don't do things is simply because we listen to the crowd and we listen to the enemy saying, who do you think you are or someone else can do that better than you? 
the truth is what God has put inside of you is anointed. I love this verse, 1 John 2.20. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. But you have an anointing from the Holy One. Each of us are anointed from God. We all have our own unique anointing and our own unique anointing is designed to break things open in our sphere of influence. Whatever our sphere of influence is, we have an anointing for such a time as now that as we step into that and, and walk in the things that God's speaking to us about, that anointing is there to break things open before us. The only way that's not going to happen is if we hold, hold back if we pull back, if we say, no, not me, someone else. Let me give you one other key because in this season, I believe as God really shines light on the church because we're in an arise and shine season. We're in a season of harvest. We're in a season of abundance. We're in a season of promised land lifestyle. And so despite the darkness, God is shining light on his people. And that means he's going to have spotlight on his people in our whatever we are called to, there's going to be light shining on us, which means we're going to be seen. So when we look and see others in the body of Christ having light shine on them in whatever, being a, you know, leading leading through loving on their mum's group and suddenly their voice gets raised up because of how they're really loving mothers well in that season or whatever it looks through business solutions that suddenly come on you and people gravitate towards that because you've got a solution for creativity and increase in this season that others want, whatever it looks like. When light comes on someone, let's not join and partner with the voice of the crowd or the media, or the enemy that heaps who do you think you are on that person. We must start celebrating, cheering on, and encouraging when light shines on the body of Christ instead of attacking the body of Christ when God raises up a voice in this season. Because if we start attacking what God is raising up, with that same measure, it will come back to you. It is not uh, the, the, it's not our job to attack what God is raising up. That's the voice of the accuser. It's our job to cheer it on, to celebrate it, even in its imperfections. And yes, if we see some edges that need to be rubbed, let's pray for the Holy Spirit to continue to journey with those people. And also, if we're connected to the body of Christ, we're going to have a right order around us to be able to speak into that process. But the point is this. Don't hold back being who God has called you to be in this season. And most certainly don't attack what God is raising up because then we just become part of the problem of why the rest of us don't want to step out because we're worried about what the crowd's going to say. And let me say this to you. When Moses stood at the foot of the mountain, I think it's in Exodus 20. It's around there if it's not Exodus 20. And remember there was a thundering of the voice of the Lord. And God offered all the nation the opportunity to climb up that mountain and meet with the Lord. And only Moses went. You know why? Because the rest of them listened to the crowd who were too scared to step into what God was offering in this season. 
I want to tell you something. The thunderings of God are on this season to come. God is thundering out opportunities, promises, doors that are opening before us. And it can be like thunder because it can be fierce. It can be big. It can be kind of scary, kind of uncomfortable to step in. And yet God is thundering to his people in this season. And we must train our ears to not listen to the crowd and step in and be boldly who God has called us to be in this season. Man, Jody, I'm about to go run a marathon. I'm about to sprint the entire thing. <laughs> like, <laughs> I've never heard anybody say, I've never recognized that. I've never noticed that. And it's one of my favorite stories about um, that the whole nation was invited, yeah. but only one went. And even in the upper room, you yeah. know, like who actually waited, who actually walked, how many, I mean, I'm telling you, even amongst believers, those who yeah. really choose, it's so narrow. Yeah. It's so near, but I love what you said. I mean, I am seeing voices being raised up and they are real rough around the edges, but their heart is turned to the Lord yeah. and they're, they have courage because they don't know anything else, but to run yeah. forward and their voices are being raised up and we've got to yeah. be careful on how we talk about it. And I think celebrating people, yes, even if they're doing what your biggest dream is, yeah. when you really trust God, it is so easy to celebrate people. And yeah. I think you guys do such a great job of that. I am so moved by this message and I'm so encouraged. And I want to repeat some of the things that you said, because I know before we started, you gave a lot of practical advice here. So yeah. I just wanted to repeat to you what I heard you say, and then please sure. add, but you said, know your message. So if yeah. you don't know your message, you need to know your message. And it doesn't take long for you to hear that. You said prioritize. I loved this. Your time, your energy, yeah. your resources. Stay focused. Lay down all the distractions. So anything that was a distraction that's no longer there, anything that's distracting you from knowing these things, if you don't know what these things are, it's yeah. because you're using your time and your resources on something else that's keeping you from knowing it. Yeah. Um, that family and rest are very key right now and that God is giving us pearls of wisdom. But also we got to move forward. There's momentum. And you told me this before the recording started, Jamie Lynn, um, which I, I'm, I never feel like I hear anything too much. You're like, Jamie Lynn, um, you know, it's important to move forward because one door leads to another. Yeah. And I'm like, that's so true. And celebrate. This is what I want to say. Celebrate the hell out of this world. Literally. Oh. When you celebrate, hell does not like it. He doesn't like it when we can celebrate what God is doing in somebody else and it pushes yeah. hell back. So I think that's a big key too. Is there anything I missed in that that you can think of? Well, I, I thought of a couple things. Uh -huh. <laughs> I always Go for it. Good. That was awesome. Share that was it. Awesome. I'm like, that's what you shared. <laughs> I want to I wanna, uh, add to that that honor is the currency of the kingdom. And so as we honor, it is kingdom releasing. So honor, honor, honor. It's just another way of saying celebrating, but honor, yes. Now look, there's a, there's a saying. I actually don't know if this is in the Bible. It's just a saying, but it's the saying is this, a rolling stone doesn't gather moss. What am I saying that for? Here's the point. We need to step out of the inertia of the season and step forward and advance into what God's speaking to us about. Because when we stay um, stuck, in a place of fear or intimidation or false humility, yuck, 
grows around us and it becomes harder and harder to take a step forward. And as we literally take a step forward, I want to encourage everyone who's listening. Sometimes the hardest step is that first step, but it gathers momentum as we take a step. That's why, you know, another way of saying it can be opportunities lead to opportunities, open doors lead to open doors. Why? Because as we step forward, momentum begins okay. to push open in front of us. And so I want to encourage you also, um, the only other thing I was thinking of, which I hope encourages hearts, this is just a very practical thing, is that um, start small, where the Bible says, don't despise the day of small beginnings. God is actually empowering us to understand that everything big begins small. And it's perfectionism that makes us think, if I don't have it all together, or if I don't have the full 10-point bullet plan here of how it's all got to end up, that I shouldn't start at all. And that's actually... Um, it keeps you trapped and it's also anti-biblical. God says, don't despise the day of small beginnings. You know, who despises the day of small beginnings is one of, uh, it says that in another translation. What I take that to mean is, why would we be so silly as to not step out and just take a small step because we don't know what the next step is? Take the small step because the small step breaks you out of inertia and it allows things to start moving in our life. Yeah. And you know what? Creativity births creativity. Momentum births momentum. Stepping forward in what God is speaking to you about allows you to start getting more downloads of what God's speaking to you about. And here's a really important truth for everyone to know. I think pretty much every dream that's birthed on the earth begins small and it changes as we step into it. So even if you think you know what it's going to look like, rarely do things ever look like how we thought they were going to. So when we're in a season of, you know, do you not perceive it? I am doing a new thing. Don't be stuck in inertia because we don't think we know what it's going to look like down the track. Yeah. You don't need to know what it's going to look like down the track. You just need to know what God's saying to you now. And don't let fear, intimidation, or false humility keep you trapped from living the days you were born for. I love that. That's so powerful. I also believe um, you and I wrote down the phrase, the momentum of heaven. You and Ben really carry the momentum of heaven and people can't help but kind of get, anytime I'm around you, I get caught up in it even more. <laughs> and, and I think that um, maybe that's a book you all write together. Um, but I, I really believe like this podcast exists because Ben and Jody and then Charlie Champ, all three, but when Ben and Jody came in and sealed it with really clear words, um, this podcast exists because of a prophetic word from you and Ben. Wow. And, and so I, I just want to say, you never know what your encouragement and your celebration can produce in somebody because this podcast exists because somebody, two people stood around me, laid hands on me and released an encouraging word from the Lord. And I knew it was this of all things. And I thought it was a season of me being hidden because it was my first year of marriage. And I genuinely just thought, I don't need to be doing anything. But then God was like, uh, y'all were like, school's not, it's not, it's not time to be still anymore. And I'm like, ah, cause I was like, I'm in the school of something right now. So uh -huh. the Lord even used the language of heaven to speak to my season and meet me so that I knew what he was saying through them. 
So I just want to encourage everybody. Your encouragement goes a long way. It is God given. It, it spurs us on in the momentum of heaven. And we have got to be the ones carrying it into every sphere of influence. And he's called us to, and everybody, whether you're carrying the basket of fish and loaves and you're just the one carrying the basket, you know, maybe nobody will ever know that you were the one carrying the basket, but because you did the greatest miracle, one of the greatest miracles we read about is multiplied food for thousands and thousands of people. Like you never know what role you play. So keep showing up, stop playing small and be faithful every single day. Be faithful. I post this podcast every week. I think there's two weeks I didn't post it and but that was like the grace of God. But I'm like, I will be up at 1.30 a.m. the night before if I need to, to get a recording and to be faithful. Wow. Sometimes I don't feel like it, be faithful. I just felt like that was important to share, but I yeah. absolutely love you. And is there anything other than um, I want to say, if you haven't, well, there's no way you haven't been, because I know you've been encouraged by this message. Just imagine what's in the King's Decree. <laughs> just imagine what's in her book. Go get it at poureitout.com. Oh. Huh? org poured i was like <laughs> i was waiting for you to say it then I know. I'm like she's waiting for me <laughs> i know i'm like the sing-along where i pause yeah. and we finish no i just wanted to make sure i didn't say support.org and go get it because you need a signed copy because she will touch the book yeah <laughs> with her love okay and then is there anything else that you'd like to add to pray for Pray for our people, encourage them. Yeah, I'll, pr- I'll pray for the people, but we want to say again, Jamie, that we just love you and adore you and we honor your, um, your guts to step out when God was speaking. So, Thank and you. I know that's, you know, that's impartable from this podcast that you do and everything else that you put your hand to because we lead from the top. And so your faithfulness your gutsy go is being imparted to all of us who listen. So thank you for being you. And yeah, let me just pray and bless everyone who's listening right now. I just want to bless all of your hearts that God is with you in this season, that you truly are born for such a time as now. And so Father God, I just ask for excitement and expectation right now to start to bubble up afresh in each one of our hearts, God, that you're highlighting those dreams and destiny words and the things that we were born for, that you dreamt about like a doting father over us before we were even born. There were dreams in heaven that you had for us. And we are born for greatness. We are born for life. We are born for beauty. We are born for walking in the days that you dreamt about, God. So I ask that that vision and that revelation of how you created us to be and born for such a time as now would drop in us out of heaven right now and that there would be such bubbling excitement and bubbling hope that there are great days ahead of us, that we are anointed to be ourselves, that we can't fail at being ourselves, that it's a niche market to be ourselves. And you have anointed us to walk in the dreams of heaven. And so I speak uh, just effective fruitfulness over each and every one of us. And that these are great days. They are not scary days. They are great days. And I speak the hope of heaven trumpeting over you angels called unto you to minister to your hearts and i speak anointed courage over you to just be you in the name of jesus amen amen 
I love you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in and um, go check it out, poureitout.org, so you can learn more about uh, Jody and Ben Hughes and that you can go follow them on social media. And I've tagged them in my posts on social media. So if, if you need help finding them in any capacity, but also if you find value in this podcast, please subscribe, rate it, leave a written review. I want to hear from you. I want to know what your thoughts are. What stood out to you about this episode? You can even directly say, oh, that episode with Jody Hughes, blah, 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 blah. But I mean, with blah, 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 tell us what you think. But we just love you. Share it with your friends. I love the set apart family. You are called to be set apart. You are holy. You are pure. You have a calling on your light, on your life to be the light. What is a calling on your light? <laughs> Woo! Woo! Um, and if you don't know that after listening to this, then uh, message me and I'm going to lay hands on you. <laughs> okay. Anyways, love you guys so much. Have a great day and we'll catch you next week on Set Apart.